Hey everybody, it's your old friend John DeLuna, and uh, it's another mini cast, this time with XV, Headmaster Don, and Melvar. Before we get into the uh, the topic that Brian Kilby typed in the uh, in the clickbait description, anybody's thoughts on today's um, I guess breaking news that Pterosaur is the free Bacon toy. XV. <sighs> Melvar. Uh, new combiner limb. Done. All for it. This is the first I've heard about it. Oh, really? We broke news. To what Don. an array of responses! Wow. Yes. Yeah. Well, I've I've been uh, doing other. Th- I've, only, I've only been online for a short period of time, so I haven't checked on my sites lately. Well, spoilers. It's well, Don. You can go find that T farmers right now. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> Man, furiously gotta, clicking. Um, it's this new it's this new favorites layout. I hate. Or you could just type tformers.com. Oh, yeah. Very, very quick and simple. Yes. Or you could bookmark it like me. Um, While Don's working on that, though, I will say, like, that face sculpt sure is fun pubbed. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't fixate on the face. Let me let me let me do let me pull it. Well, Don. that was the only new part, so I kind of paid attention to that. Yeah, I'm not blaming you. Yeah. I was just like, oh, hey, it's a it's a red aerial bot. Let's see here. I mean, it's kind of a shame too. Like, um, what's name? Uh, C clamp and Ramhorn's heads turned out pretty decently, and the Tripreticus head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Pterosaur feels kind of like a step back again. Uh. So I guess this means uh, we can expect more Beast Wars guys in some form, maybe, at the show. I'm not sure. I don't think. I don't think that was the plan. Really? Like they they talked about this a little bit, but I can't remember. Like I think all the remaining stuff is not specifically related to the box set. Ah. It's like random guys we wanted to do. This is one our one shot. I may be conflating two or three different accounts here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would make sense to like say It'd the be heck weird with if there it. wasn't a fifth red limb offered because it seems like half the plan is to just you know you can make an all red tripreticus if you want. Yeah, that's fair. I wouldn't be surprised if you're right. Um, looking at his uh, at his head, yes, you're. Uh, uh, I think you're on something. There's there's room for improvement. I do like, really like that jet though. Like, I can tell they were going for, you know, a smirk. Mm-hmm. But, kinda, um... <laughs> yeah. He kind of looks like he's got gas. Yeah, okay, so remember um, the episode Dark Design... Well, Matt won't remember because he never watched Beast Wars, but remember Dark Designs, they turned Rhinox evil, and there was the infamous line, he's a smirker! Mangle! You know, from Scorponok, yeah. as he goes to beat on Terrorsaur. Well, this used to be a smirk, then it got mangled. Ah. Uh. Ba-boom. <laughs> uh, well, like I said, I, I do like that uh, that jet mode. I feel that's nice. The deco on the wings is pretty nice, pretty attractive. That's one of my more favorite molds too. So and that's like a bonus. it, it kind of it maps reasonably to Pterosaur in terms of body layout mm-hmm. issue. Because mm-hmm. uh, on the original toy and the show model, like the the pterodactyl head ends up in the same place that nose cone does so like oh yeah as far as a physical visual matchup it's not a bad choice to do Mm -hmm. but it looks completely uninteresting to me which is good because it's the attendee freebie figure so i will never own one (sighs) yes and also technically 
free with your $400 purchase. Well, yeah. I mean, this is actually... It's... Go ahead, yeah, this will be my first freebie figure, actually. So. And your last. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like the um, the bonus seventh figure in the subscription sets. They call it free, but no, you, you completely paid for that. <laughs> As a marketer, how dare you? <laughs> uh, okay, well... Um, I mean, you brought it up. Time to... Uh, Time to get on to the topic at hand, which is uh, a much more beautiful and uh, worthy topic of discussion. G2 Minasaur, which uh, most of us have. Um, Don is, I think, getting it at some point once he finds like a mm-hmm. rock bottom deal. No, it's actually in route now from HTS. Ooh, okay, very good. It was like 80 bucks at HTS, right? Something like that. With the coupon yeah, code, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A- 85 with tax, yep. Mm. Uh, what a steal. I think we're all going to agree in a minute. So um, I think everybody who's listening to this podcast is familiar with A, Minasaur, B, G2, and uh, C, Combiner Wars G2 Minasaur. So we don't really have to set up what this is. It's, uh, it's, it's readily available at this point online. And uh, hopefully many of you guys are listening along with your own G2 Minasaur in your lap. And uh, we are going to dive into a, uh, a healthy discussion of said toy. So first of all, Let's do a little plug-in, uh, XV. As we as we record, you are um, steadily uploading a series of reviews on T formers. Is that correct? That is. I'm knee deep right now. Uh, that's interesting um, vision. Uh, that's interesting imagery. <laughs> Not sure how that works. But uh, so okay. So so far, at least at the time of this recording, when you guys are listening to this, go to tf tf It'll be in some some state of completion XV's right. uh, series of reviews. But uh, what were the first, uh, first couple of toys that you focused on? Uh, started with breakdown, then went to breakneck cause I felt like taking a break. Hardy har har. And then the day that we're recording this, uh, drag strips, the current one. Ooh. Okay. So, uh, so why don't we uh, dive in, um, in that, uh, in that order, um, to follow XV's lead. So, um, Matt, uh, let's dive into, the uh, the first of the G two Stunticons of the six. It still feels weird to think of the Stunticons as now a team of six, but um, but here we are. Um, Blackjack is uh, I feel a beautiful part of the of the team, permanent part of the team. Uh, what are your thoughts on the probably the most famous of all the G two Stunticons, G two Breakdown? Uh, Matt, uh, tell us uh, your impressions of, of Breakdown. Uh, it's no secret that to anyone that Breakdown is not my favorite combiner wars mold but man what a difference some colors make like i love that that teal that they've got him done in with the with the purple highlights um, he is definitely uh, one he's of the also famous of the set. yes and he's also like i would say like one of the, like probably the most infamous and widely known of the g2 stunticons xv do you think they pulled off a worthy version of g2 breakdown you know, honestly, I think Breakdown deco-wise is the weakest one in the set. Mm, interesting. Um, like, the robot mode color balance is kind of far off from the previous two iterations, the original and the, the homage toy that BotCon did in 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there, there's not enough purple on the robot, and, it's, and what there is is kind of in the wrong places, some of it. Yeah, I, uh, he's also the one that um, kind of has, like, a... A legacy at this point to live up to so he's yeah, actually that's what i was thinking yeah he's actually the one that is the least special which is kind of but, funny but that being said it is still really pretty yes 
like it is still a very attractive toy even if it's probably the most removed from well that's not true we'll get to that in a minute but it's it's removed from the original concept and being the most well-known one like I would have hoped that would be the priority to get as right as possible. And yeah. maybe they did within the the budget, but still mm-hmm. it feels like it's it's just it's a little far off. Yeah, I, I think you're right. It's not um it's not close to the source material in the context of this set and this group, he's certainly fine. But mm-hmm. um but yeah, he's got he's got baggage, he's got a past that the other yeah. ones don't have. Um Don, as somebody who hasn't gotten it yet, but certainly has uh has a long history, if I can say so, with Transformers and the fandom. G2 Breakdown. Does he still have, like, mystique to you? I mean, we've gotten him uh, more than once at this point. Yeah. Does he still have, th- like, magic about him? Well, I think it depends on the on which version you're talking about. The The first BotCon, the 1994 BotCon G2 Breakdown, will always be a a special character, a special figure for me just because of what it represented to me at that time. It it was something that we weren't going to get. I love G2 because so many people now have gone back and discovered G2 who weren't, who weren't collecting or weren't even alive with the younger fans. I was there. I was going through it. And so getting something that was G2 that we weren't going to get in the stores was kind of sad, but it was also a great exclusive. And if you look at the other bot cons, like like the breakdown in the uh, the G2 set that was done for 2010, uh, that was a nice figure. That was an homage to the first figure. Um, but it, he has lost some of his mystique. As far I, I think, Chris, you said he was the most un the most released unreleased figure. Yes. Of the set, which is that which is exactly the way it is because. You know, of, of all the unreleased G2 stuff, you can get a version of Breakdown fairly easy across the board. So, in three different molds. Yeah. So he, he has and lost. And four, if you his... count that one unofficial one. Yeah. 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 yeah the Action Master version from 2004. Yeah. So he has lost some of the mystique as far as being a, a rare G2, but I think it all depends on if you have a connection to the 1994 one, the 2004 one the 2010 bot concept it just depends on which one was your first g2 breakdown and how that relates i uh i enjoy that uh that you're one of the people from 94 you're kind of like world war ii vets at this point you guys are <laughs> just fading away so i appreciate i appreciate Gee, stories thanks. from 94 no you're still going strong you still got a few uh a few decades to go don i'm just saying um you're rare you're a rare bird buddy uh okay so moving on to a uh, figure number two not wild rider but I'm going to call him Wild Rider. Breakneck. Yeah. I really like Breakneck. There's something about uh, his yellow that is like everything the domestic Combiner Wars Sunstreaker isn't. <laughs> and um, and even his purple face in robot mode is is fun. I, I really enjoy him. Um, XV, I know that you in your review kind of commented on his uh, minimal paint apps the, but still somehow he kind of pulls it off what are your what are your thoughts on uh, on breakneck slash wild rider yeah so like there's no paint on the arms of the robot but that kind of isn't a problem because they finally made that unpaintable plastic chunk the same as close to the same color as possible so the arms actually look like a unified element they don't need the extra paint apps to try to tie in a random chunk of different colored plastic 
Um, on that note, that's interesting, too, because I think this makes uh, Breakneck slash Wild Rider the first Combiner Wars toy, the first Hasbro release Combiner Wars mold uh, that has benefited from the part gating and the molds that Takara started doing with your, their Unite Warriors sets. Because ah, uh, otherwise, from my understanding, the middle chunk of the arms should be the same color as the fists and thighs, which obviously it's not. Hmm. Um, but like that paint basically just gets reallocated. He has the, the back window paint app, which is inexplicably black when the other windows are blue and the, the sticker detail tampograph on the roof. So like the paint's not going completely missing. It's just been moved around because it's not needed in the same places anymore. But yeah, the, uh, wild rider is a really, really nice figure from this set. I'm, I was really pleased by it. That, the yellow has that little bit of translucence that makes it look cool, mm -hmm. but it's not like, it's not, oh boy, how do I even describe it? It doesn't look sickly like Sunstreaker. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. There's there's some there's some depth to it, whether it's like a drop of orange or like you said, just something about the, the finish of it. There's something in it that makes it, uh, just makes it pleasing to the eye. Do you remember... Um, in 2013, the IDW-style Bumblebee, it had the same kind of yellow plastic that Sunstreaker did. Yes. And, yeah, I mean, whatever it is with that plastic, it just it ruins figures it's attached to because it looks so bad. I'm really glad Wild Rider <laughs> did not suffer that in the end. Yes. That's another mold that shows the power of, uh, of paint and plastic color choices, for Damn sure. Right. <laughs> yes. Um, Matt, so uh, thoughts, on, thoughts on Wild Rider? I really like Wild Rider. Um, his his head sculpt and you know this it's the same head sculpt as the original releases, but his is aesthetically a little bit different from all the other ones. Like his is a far more classic looking head sculpt, where mm -hmm. everybody else is a little more updated. It makes him stand out a little bit in a good way or I, bad way for you. I, I like them all. It's just, he seems just a little bit out of place. Mm. He, but I mean, I, yeah, I agree with that. Anyway, continue. But I, I actually happened to be looking at my Metasaur the other day and noticed a little QC uh, issue with mine in that Wild Rider is actually missing the two screws that go in at the hips hmm. in the front. So my Wild Rider literally has a few screws loose. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um, Hey, Don, you still there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's, uh, what, if any, thoughts on... Uh, actually, instead of, since you don't have G2 Not Wild Rider, what, what, was, your, uh, what was your impression of the, the original version of this, the, uh, the break deck that came out as the online uh, special? Referencing that, do you, I mean, do you think this is like a successful take on Wild Rider? Are you satisfied with how Hasbro has treated Wild Rider, and I guess to a lesser degree, Slingshot. I mean, are you good with this? Especially now that we, this is like a second chance at getting this uh, this exclusive from about a year ago. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think they've done a fine job. It's just, I think if they had come out with these characters first and had went ahead and made the Aerial Bots and the, and the, and the uh, Stunticons, the regular name, the regular sets, even if they had to use the new names, mm -hmm. it would have saved a lot of people a lot of grief. And then they could have brought out uh, Brooke. No, I'm sorry, not Rook. Um, off road, off road, uh, uh, off road, and Alpha Bravo as 
extra characters in a box set that you could change out because their color schemes would work with the work with the you know the respective Man. group mm-hmm. and it just would have made for a lot like basically you got your if, if you're going to go for g1 aerial bots and sunny cons just give us the set the way it's supposed to be and then if you want to have if you want to add some some playability to it then you can ahead off-road and alpha bravo in a later wave uh, so you can do the mix and match if you wanted to. It just seemed like it would have saved a lot of grief and worry that you know instead of the way that it was done. Spoken spoken like a man who went to Botcon 1994. Um, also, posing this as almost a hypothetical to the group, if they had done G G2 off road instead of G2 Wild Rider, <laughs> how many riots in the street would we have had at this point? Can you imagine? After well, waiting all this time to get a G2 Menasaur, if they had not given us all the original members, oh my god. I would be laughing I would love so that. much. Well, it's, it would be one of those WTF moments because well, if, if we had never gotten the breakneck mold, then, the, then you would have had to have gotten the off-road in G2 colors because it, there was no opportunity. But if they had done off-road, yet the breakneck was available, mm-hmm. oh, my God. It's, it's like for the, for the U.S. blast-off, I don't mind the jet mode, but using this wrong head when there's a better head that fits blast-off better is bad enough. Mm-hmm but not using a mold made for that group in the G2 version would have just been like, that makes no sense. Why would you even do that? So much nerd rage. So much nerd rage. The The shame now, see, is... It, oh, go ahead, see, if, if Sorry, if they want to go ahead and do a G2 set of the extra characters like Off-Road and Rook mm-hmm. and uh, Alpha Bravo, that would be kind of awesome to just get G2 versions of them on their own. Yes, because we know you want like just as many versions of that helicopter mold as possible. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. I just actually oh requested another Alpha Bravo. What's wrong with me? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know that you know that's definitely something that can be a, an exclusive. Would you know get the new characters created, but in working G two colors. The only thing is now with with Defensor, you know we haven't seen anything on Defensor's G two version, so that better not, be coming. You know, yeah, well, I well, I'm hoping if we don't get a G2 defensor. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping down in tears with yeah. Rook though, not Groove. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm hoping that uh, as far as as far as it goes, if Takara if Takara does not embrace the G2 aesthetic, because that's that's really not a that's really not a not a J- Japanese thing. It was kind of, but G2 is kind of like you know. It's our. It's part of our toy line. And oh. That's just the way way that I've always seen it. Okay, but, I, mean, I understand. I understand what Don's saying. He's not expressing the idea. I love in, it in the best way possible. I love the yeah, American yeah. imperialism for G two. Yeah, basically, Don's against the cultural appropriation of G two by the <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> but, Someone but build I, a neon but, wall. <laughs> <laughs> but if Japan wants to do an alternative, if they would, if they do Battle Gaia. Which for them is their second ver, which is you know, which is their second version of. I'm not Battle Guy, sorry. Guard City. Guard City. Uh, the, because that's well, their... Battle Guy too, but I get where you're going with this. Yeah. So 
Yes, I would take a bio I, I guy. I pray for yeah. those every day. Yeah. yeah. So, I, so I mean, you know, if if they don't if they don't pick up the G two ball and run, mm -hmm. they have a perfectly good alternative to publish for their market. That's their character. That you know, it's not part of our mythos, and that would fit them. And I would import it in a second, just because you know that's the only way you're going to get a guard city for less than. But we saw a loose one at Botcon for what twelve fifty. Are you serious? That's what it's at now. I'm not surprised. Uh, I mean, yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, yeah. it was TFCon. I'm surprised. Well, I'm, yeah, I guess I'm okay. surprised there's still maybe one person on Earth that would drop, in theory, twelve fifty on. Well, on I mean, that. John, did you uh, see what those um, those Transformers the movie storyboards? Those ended at like sixteen thousand dollars. There's still oh, that is for sure. That there is, is like still people uh, enough in this fandom with the pockets deep enough to put down on that. They're not common, true. but there's there is numbers of them. That's it fair, is, and that that kind of thing belonged in a museum. That's for sure. Well, yeah, I hope whoever bought that like is willing to share the contents of that in some capacity at some point. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. But okay. different topic. <laughs> so uh, moving on to the next uh, the next Roboto dead end. I. Um, I'm not sure what I think of this robot, so I'm going to toss it to Matt first. Matt, uh, you give us your thoughts. I, I can't, I can't tell if I like Dead End or not. What do you think? I like Dead End. I mean, I like that mold. Uh, mine, the, the head is very, very, very frighteningly tight on Same. that. Yeah, like, I've, I've turned it ever so slightly to the left but i'm really afraid to mess with it too much but and he is the probably least oddly colored of the uh of the set because he's just mm -hmm. a different shade of red mm -hmm. yeah, i think that's what yeah, i think that's, that's what gets in my way xv what do you think um he's probably like the straight up prettiest uh same the straight up prettiest deluxe mold i'll say um and i really it really came out well. It's not very particularly G2. That's also an issue with drag strip. Um, mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's so nice looking. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a it's lovely weird, though, It does seem like Wild Rider had better general parts fit than Dead End does. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Um, well, let's keep it rolling to uh, speaking of drag strip. He... He is obviously mimicking the original G2 drag strip that we've seen very fleetingly, but that also means he kind of stands out like a sore thumb with a mostly black color scheme, which is interesting in a vacuum, even more interesting in the context of the rest of the team. I, I, I don't know, XV. Do you think it works? What do you think? So, like, um, those auctions happened last year where we actually got to see really good pictures of an original G2 Stunicon set. Mm -hmm. And based on that, I was able to determine, man, Dragstrip's the most boring member of this team. But whoever laid out the decos for this set really wanted to avoid that with this drag strip. So it's like, it has almost half, half it's almost half blue and half black. Mm -hmm. So it's got a completely different color identity than the original one while still reading as, yeah, that's the same idea. It just has color now. Mm -hmm. So, like, Breakdown, I think, suffered because it wasn't close enough to the original. Drag Strip benefits because it broke away from what the original was. It's a complete double standard, but there you go. Do you think he works? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Matt. I, 
yeah, I agree with everything he just said. Like, <laughs> the colors may not be the most exciting, but he is so different from the original that he's. I still find it striking. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, Don, as a veteran of Generation 2, as I am, <laughs> do you think that a toy that is just, you know, a black recolor fits what Generation 2 is, or... Like, does it require to have some kind of eye-searing element to really be a Generation 2 deco? Uh, wow. That's, <laughs> that's a good question. Um, I think I think to be G2, it's not just a color palette, but it's the spirit of the toy. Because in 2010, with the G2 set, a lot of people were saying, well, that character wasn't G2, and that character wasn't G2, and blah, 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 blah. And that was that was Euro G1 and all this kind of stuff, you know, where it gets a little fuzzy. But it's more the spirit of what you're shooting for in the toy. And since the original toy of Dragstrip was this bright yellow, uh, you know, yellow race car, mm-hmm. having his G2 counterpart being actually toned down, is kind of the spirit you you went crazy but character specific crazy so you went you went from someone who was this bright yellow indie drag car to the complete opposite the exact opposite so it's g2 in the fact that they do something really crazy based on that mold but it's not a crazy color scheme it's just a complete inversion so it kind of fits it's just you know I kind of wish there was like on the original there was some there was some plaid I think on the spoiler or a check the, pattern. Yeah, you know you know. Good so news, it, Don. This has it too. Oh, it does. Okay, because the picture I'm looking at right now really didn't, I really couldn't see it from the picture. Uh there will there will be a good picture of that in my review when I get it posted okay. later tonight. So yeah, as long as there's something G two ish, you know, a check pattern, some neon highlights here or there, just something to tie it to the rest of the set, I'm fine. Although, like, that was a really great answer, and you put a lot of thought into that, and, like, you were completely completely right, I think, because, yeah, going, like, complete 180 from what the original was, that is also G2. So, like, I mean, hmm. you're right on the mark there. Yeah. yeah. It's, not, it's not, like, the stereotype or, you know, like, scratch the surface level of what people think G2 is. But, yeah, I mean, that's, that is totally it. So, cool. uh, Thank you. moving on to the, uh, the big man... Motormaster, we'll get to him as a torso in a minute, I assure you. But <laughs> as a uh, as a truck that turns into a robot, just as a truck that turns into a robot, I love Motormaster. Even more so, way more so, as G2 Motormaster. He is a hot mess in robot mode of, uh, of blues and reds and purples. Oh, it's so great. And it's so great. Yeah. He, yeah, he looks like uh, some kind of abstract painting gone wrong uh, like with the, two the legs and a head. The shade of blue they use throughout this set, I love that shade of blue. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really particular about my blues. That's something you need to understand about me. And this is, like, pushing my buttons completely right. The purple they got is a perfect match to it tone-wise. And those the bright red highlights, there is, like, it gives you just enough of this color clash in your eyes. I don't know if you ever looked at like a bright red thing and a bright blue thing next to each other, but depending which one you focus on, the other one will kind of seem to like, if you focus back and forth between them, the colors kind of flash a little bit. I don't know if you ever noticed that. Uh, but like, I kind of get that effect from this. The The saturation is turned up just high enough to have all these bright 
conflicting colors, and it's just it comes together in this un unimaginably beautiful whole. <laughs> uh, why wasn't that on the back of the box? Uh, <laughs> An Matt. unimaginably beautiful whole. Yes, indeed. Uh, buy two, buy two today. Uh, get an extra one for your sister. Hey, Matt, what do you think of uh, G two Motor Master? Um, <clears throat> I think he is absolutely a a a great individual robot. And uh, as far as the combiner torso goes, I have never been as opposed to it as everybody else seems to be. It's it's the weakest, granted, but it's not as bad as everybody makes it out to be. And these colors are just icing on the cake. I mean, holy crap, this thing is pretty. Uh, last thing before we get into Minnesota proper, Blackjack, he sure is purple. Uh, any Anything to add, guys? I mean, he kind of is pretty. what he is. He's pretty. He's got a really nice he's, uh, shade. He's very pretty. He does he does blend in a little too much with Motormaster in mm -hmm. the combined form. You know, that's if you can get him to actually stay on. Although, to be fair, the G1 colors had the same problem because Menasaur's chest was black and original Blackjack was a brown so dark it might as well have been black. True. So that's not a new issue to this. But yeah, I mean, like, the windows or something should have been a brighter color. To make it yeah. pop out a little bit more, um, but as you say, that's if you can get it to combine. And this one has the worst fit of any one I've tried to any one version of this mold I've tried to attach. Mine, mine is about about as good as it's gonna get. It's about as right on par with my uh, with my regular combiner wars. He will stay on there until you try to move him and then it will fall right off. But as long as it's just holding a static pose, it will stay there forever. Mine doesn't even manage that. What, what play value, let me tell you. Um, are you guys surprised that they didn't do anything to fix that? No. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, not I, surprised. Well, Disappointed, disappointed sure. Disappointed, but yeah. Not yeah, surprised. There, was a, there was a lot of early feedback. Because, I mean, here's the thing. They fixed Motormaster's hips along with Battlecore Optimus. So they they are listening. They know the fandom. They're, they're, they are able to listen to the fandom and see when these issues pop up. There were a lot of reports early on, as soon as Motormaster hit and people started making Minasaur uh, as much as they could at the time, this was reported as early as the hips, and yet there was nothing done to fix it. And it seems like they could have you know, narrowed the nipple posts or widened the holes on blackjack or something minor. Heck, included G2 colored rubber bands you could have used to keep them on there or something. I don't know. Yeah, um, surely there was something. Something to be done. Anyway, I again, I, I'm, I'm just shocked that it, for the second time he just doesn't work, like, at all. Um, but there it is. It is what it is. So let's talk about uh, Minasaur. As a whole, um, oh, speaking of holes, really? yes, XV's, to coin XV's phrase. So, um, XV, you kick it off. G2 Minasaur, he's here. We finally have one. Um, I mean, speak to his glory, please. It's brilliant in the sense that, you know, it's uh, blindingly brightly colored. So, okay, we were talking about this Motormaster is one of the ones that has the fixed hip ratchets. And while those are nice for the individual robot mode, because it will actually stand reasonably now, I find it actually does nothing to help the combined form. 
I find exactly the opposite because I'm looking at my my uh, Optimus Maximus standing right next to my G2 Minosaur right now, and it is a world of difference. Oh yeah, how so, Matt? Uh, Minosaur actually stands, <laughs> and uh, like Optimus Maximus is almost kind of like he teetering, like he could go at any time. Maybe you have a bad Optimus Maximus. Well, I mean, um, relatively speaking. Yeah. Well, well, that's my Optimus Maximus and my uh, regular Minosaur with the original first run of Motormaster. It there is a great deal of difference in those hips. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. It, uh, that is interesting. Um, hey, one thing that is interesting about uh, Minosaur that uh, you get little kind of hints of in the individual robots, but it kind of comes together more in the super robot. His uh, hand foot gun things are an interesting shade of. Blue? Oh, I was, I was going to get to that beautiful cyan color yeah. of the of the hands and yeah. feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean that if you look at the G one Minosaur, uh, they were they were pretty much unabashedly teal. You know, at least that's what I call it was was teal. So that's a good with the colors they've got on this new G two Minosaur. I think the cyan really works. No aqua. It's Aqua Dawn. Is it, well, okay, well. <laughs> you, okay. Don, you, you must give us an exact that... Pantone number. You guys keep splitting that color hair. We're going to talk hey, about well, I, I, I tell you what, at, at BotCon, we'll ask Lenny what exactly that color is because he probably has it on a chart somewhere. He's walking Just... around with his Pantone book. Yes. But at this point, he's probably got it memorized. <laughs> Breaking bricks in his You gi. know. Don, you joke, but I actually kind of want to do that now just to see. <laughs> just to find out technically what that color is. because What number not, it, is this? <laughs> it, well, it's not quite aqua. It's not quite cyan. It's, it's, I love it. It's just curious. Which, aquamarine? I don't, I don't know. Isn't turquoise what's between aqua and cyan? Oh my I god! I don't know. I was I was just being a jerk. I don't know. I didn't mean to start this. I'm but sorry. But yes, the cyan plastic that's used for the hands and feet, and also some of the um, accessories for the mm-hmm. individuals, is a really really nice color. Yeah, agreed. And it's uh, it's interesting that it's it it's interesting and awesome that it is yet another color, um, and yet it still works because there's such like semi controlled chaos just everywhere else. Okay, so like drag strip has that color for the knife accessory. And when you plug that onto the toy, I think it kind of clashes with the dark blue otherwise used on. I don't like the two of them together in that context. But when you build Menasaur and put the hands and feet on and it's there with the blue elsewhere on the body, like yes, it is completely because of the chaos of that combined form and the wide array of its colors that it all works together. In a more subdued and, I dare say, sensible configuration, no, that would never fly with me. Yeah, it, like we were talking about how you know, Dead End and uh, Drag Strip are the least garishly colored of the of the group, and throwing those really oddly cyan colored hands makes it makes the arms match the rest of the combiner better. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And, and also, and if they had been more teal, Breakdown's foot would have basically put it in with the body. Oh, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. 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 So, guys, to uh, to wrap it up, I think we have thumbs up all around, but uh, but as a Absolutely. value 
Um, like we say, you can get it probably between tax and shipping and all that stuff. 85, 85 to 105 bucks ish, something like that online. Yeah, for six figures, G2, Decos, all the whole shebang. Uh, is that a good deal? Do we feel is this well worth people picking up? You're paying a little bit of a premium for it being the box set and these colors because, like, if you break it down to the individual cost of the toys, um, you know, for $15 Deluxe is a $25 Voyager and a $10 Legends, you're not hitting quite $100 with that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, this is fantastic. Buy it. Yes, I agree, now, Matt. Yeah, I am agree? supremely happy with my purchase. Yeah, <laughs> of course you are. Yeah. Combiner Wars. <laughs> uh, well, I, I mean, he's bought other Combiner Wars stuff because he has to buy Combiner Wars stuff. Doesn't mean he's you know mm. happy with all of it. It's fair. <laughs> uh, I think it's definitely a good value, especially with the coupon codes going around. But you, if you, if you didn't grow up with the G two, or didn't go back and learn about it and it become one of your favorites for whatever reason it may not speak to you because th this is hitting a very specific niche of collectors because this is the only way we're ever going to have this interpretation of this character for less than $26,000 oh my god so, and, he, and even that one doesn't have a, be so uh, hilarious. Have a Minnesota face right. please so, give us you know, Encore Minnesota SG2 colors first <laughs> the rock. Oh That'd be so good. But you know, I definitely think you know, from from a dollar, if you want just a Minasaur in your collection, and it doesn't really matter which one you have, G one versus G two, I think this is the better value, like you were saying, because the the four deluxes, a Legends, and a Voyager, is going to be more than this set together. No, that's the opposite. See twenty, see thirty and thirty would be sixty, eighty five, ninety five. Versus eighty five for this. If you no, get but you, got, you have to take Don. You have to take it with the coupon not being valid because that's only like you know a two week window on that as okay. time of recording. Oh, that's true. You know you, have, you have to go with the actual sticker price, which is a hundred dollars. So the box okay. set is five dollars more than the individual toys add up to. But you do get the nice box. Well, the box is okay. You know, to me, the box is worth five bucks. <laughs> well, and you also do get the um, the little mini poster in there too so i mean there there is That's a true. little there's a certain value to that i mean it's not there is a little bit of extra to this which i think everybody kind of discounts at this point yes yeah. yes but, you know i'll i would say go with the g2 version because if you're going to have minasaur get the more unique version unless you're just a you know g1 got them fit on the shelf yeah i agree and and you're right there is some charm especially for us old nerds to uh getting a combiner set gift sets kind of have a thing in transformers history and i mean this is this don's right this is a kind of focused novelty too because like the initial appeal of this for me was more that hey they're actually officially releasing this deco for these characters for the first time ever mm -hmm. as a complete unit mm. And it's only since I've gotten them in hand that I actually can appreciate them as, you know, these are just legitimately nice, pretty toys. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, like we say, like like in uh, in a vacuum on their own merits, <clears throat> if you like that ugly 90s kind of neon look, these do it really, really well. So um, so thank you guys for a, uh, a nice, tasty, satisfying discussion on G2 Minasaur. Hope to do it again with uh, with this trio again. 
And well, you G two Bruticus rolls around. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. in the meantime, we've got Victoria on. You know, between now and then. Oh, oh my God. We that... have to have Matt on for that just to oh, hear him rage against the helicopters. Oh. I mean, the good thing is we can only we only need to talk about the colors once and not uh, five or six times. We can just kind of go over the oh, color no, we scheme. Definitely talk about the colors individually for okay. each boy. Okay. Uh, yes, and, and I'm a jerk. Yes, we need to talk about the right high heel and the left high heel separately, <laughs> and also the fact that she has high heels. Look, she's like They're the both uh, attached to helicopters. Yeah, yeah. Is, okay. it, is this how we advance um, in our equal gender equalness well, in Transformers? We give her high heels in a vacuum, basically. Well, you know, after the after this was mentioned previously, uh, either last yesterday or the last show, whatever, I was thinking about Victorian like American made from the tick, where one of her weapons is she takes off her high heels and throws it at Decepticons and pins them to walls and stuff. The only difference is that in this case, if she does that, she no longer has feet either. <sighs> or or, or, or her feet it. are actually her, her feet. Her feet just generate you know holographic copies or hard light copies. And well, no, Don. The the correct answer to this is that after she's thrown them, her feet walk back to her. <laughs> <laughs> but first, she just crumples to the ground. She can't move. Yes, that'd be so well, good. You know, you know, is that a rocket punch? Is a rocket foot? Hmm. So until the next mini cast, chew on that phrase from Don. Uh, and hey, while you're chewing, go to tfradio.net slash Amazon, do some shopping, and you're going to make Brian Kilby so rich that, uh, that he's going to hire a producer, he's going to move to New York City, and he's going to start the proper TF Radio network, like on Netflix or something. And it'll all be because of you when you bought your dog food on Amazon and your bottled water on Amazon via tfradio.net slash Amazon and uh, Brian will never thank you or acknowledge you but you'll know in your heart that uh, that you made him a rich and powerful demigod in New York City all because so of Bri- so Brian and then he'll run for president and then he'll run for president yes so, then he'll get a bad haircut uh, or a worse haircut and so then I'm he'll imagining, run for president I'm imagining now Radio Free Cybertron, the Netflix original series in the style of Daredevil and Kilby is Fisk. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, actually maybe uh, if enough of you guys go to tfradio.net slash Amazon and do your shopping you'll give Brian enough money to make Netflix just kind of uh, put him in Photoshop him or do in post in, uh, in Final Cut Pro Insert, uh, take Vincent D'Onofrio out and uh, put him in into all the scenes and just republish Daredevil with Brian Kilby digitally replacing Vincent D'Onofrio as the uh, as the kingpin. He would love that. Can I can I have Gary Chalk instead? No. Uh, no. no. We no, don't we... have enough money for that. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. The world can't handle Gary Chalk as the kingpin. Uh, Canadian kingpin. I, I have a harder time imagining uh, Gary Chalk slamming a guy's head in the door over and over again than I do Kilby. <laughs> Now that's true. Think about that, guys. And on that note. Yes, on that note, uh, we'll see you on the next uh, RFC minicast. <laughs> Music provided by bensound.com. <laughs> <laughs>